Welcome back, listeners. I received a text from Jack this evening that just read, There's something waiting for you on the porch. I rushed out to see what it was, and there was an envelope there. Inside was a tape. I looked around to see if Jack was there, but there was no one. Thankfully, I had bought a tape recorder at the beginning of this podcast before I learned Jack already had digital recordings, which means I can play the tape right now. But I do need to warn our audience. This will be my first time listening to this tape as well, so I don't know what we're about to hear. Hey, Lena. It's me, Jack. I hate to do it this way, but I think it's what works best for everyone. First of all, I owe you an apology for disappearing like I did. When you told me my sister reached out to you, I was scared that all the progress we made was going to be lost. When I watched your interview with her, though, I realized I was wrong, but it was too late at that point. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be cryptic. I only have a limited time here, so let me get straight to the point. I've told you countless times that I don't care if people believe me when it comes to these tapes, but that's not entirely true. I care if you believe me. My whole life, these tapes have pushed anyone I ever cared about away from me, except you. You're the only one who pushed back. So no more lies. This is the complete truth. Most of what my sister said was true. My mom did admit to sending me these tapes. I did spend time in a mental hospital. And my mom did kill herself. At least that's what I thought when we started making this podcast. About the only thing she got wrong was she said she accidentally got the family dog killed. He wasn't the family dog. He was my fucking dog, and his name was Phillips. I'm not sorry for my deception, and I'm sorry that it hurt you. If it helps, and it probably doesn't, but I didn't lie to you to deceive you. I lied to you to get you to believe the truth. Right or wrong, I would do it again because it got us the answers that we were looking for. But let me clear the air. I lied about my mom's confession because she was lying when she made it. After tape E arrived, I was on the edge of another breakdown, and the whole damn house was at a boiling point. Then tape F arrived almost immediately after that, and... I refused to come out of my room. Eventually, my mom talked me out and sat us all down at the kitchen table and made her confession. Everyone in the family took it really hard. Eventually, my sister and brother stopped talking to her, my dad filed for divorce, and my mom moved out of the house. But I still didn't know what to believe. When my mom was trying to solve these tapes with me, she had this passion that felt real. The mom who made that confession felt false and unconvinced of what she was saying. Anyways, 
two more tapes arrived over the next year, but with the overall feeling in the house being one of let it go, I didn't even listen to them right away. Eventually, when I did, and they turned out to just be junk noise, it helped me finally settle on the story my mom told. We would still see my mom on occasion, but it wasn't a regular thing. I was the only one in the house who really seemed to want to see her, and I think that contributed to her absence. My sister was right that we were on the verge of being a somewhat normal family again. Then one night, I woke up in the middle of the night with the knowledge that a new tape was sitting on our porch. I don't know how or why I knew, but I knew. I just started crying in bed. Eventually, I went downstairs and picked up tape I. The next night, I woke up with that same feeling. I got out of bed and went downstairs to check for a new tape, but this time there wasn't anything there. The night after that was the night my mom left. While we're on the subject of my sister, I think it's important to say that, in spite of her flaws, she's a good person and a good sister. She accused you, Lena, of using me for an art project, like she thought our mom had. And, well, I suppose to a certain degree that's true. It's, it's also true that just like our mom, her misguided actions caused a lot more harm to our family than good. Whether she is willing to accept it or not, her unwavering insistence that the tapes were false was just as harmful as mom's insistence that the tapes were real. Neither of them knew, but neither were able to admit that, and that forced all of us to pick a side, which drove us all apart. I don't blame her for doubting them. This whole thing is really fucking crazy. I just wish she would have accepted that we believed them. No one is right about everything. Not even Dr. Maria fucking Fedick. Maria, I'm sure you'll hear this at some point. So I want you to know that I love you. And I forgive you. Shit. I need to hurry this along. Lena, I admitted the fact that the hospital I was sent to when I was younger was a mental hospital because if I told you right in the beginning that I want to find out who sent these tapes and if they are real, and then told you I was committed once, you wouldn't have believed me. If I told you when I was 12 years old I hurt my knee playing soccer, and then tomorrow asked if you wanted to go for a run, you wouldn't bat an eye. But if I told you when I was 12, I went to a mental hospital, and then later told you I was experiencing something I couldn't explain, can you honestly tell me that you would believe me? In my experience, the answer is always no. Which brings us to this tape. This tape that my sister had for all these years. 
technically, I don't know when this tape arrived, but I've decided to, to call it Tape J. I believe this tape is the first one the trapped man recorded that he references in Tape A. I say that because when it starts, he states his name, where he lives, and the name of the town that he's in. And you know what, Lena? We were really close with our profile. I had narrowed it down to 50 people, and he was indeed one of them. I still don't know why he sent them to me, because I in no way have any relation to this person. But there's something else worth noting. The town that the trapped man is, or at least was, in, it's 20 miles from where they found my mom's car. I think she was going to that town on the night she left. I think she was hoping she would be able to free the trapped man, which would in turn free all of us. Obviously, this is probably a stupid idea, but I am now going to that town to try and find my mother. I don't want you or any of our listeners to try and come after me. Which is why I am recording over the beginning of this tape. So, sorry, but this tape will be edited in some way. He kind of jumps around in the beginning, as he has been known to do. So, I had to tailor this message to end at the right time. Some important context that I need to cover, though, so that the tape will make sense, is in tape A, he references a letter that he found in the office, but he never came back to it. Well, apparently that's because the letter was written to a person with his name that reads, Thanks for taking care of the bowling alley while we're out of town. Don't forget, if you need to get away, you can always come take a load off at our place. It's 312 Cat Street. Thanks again. You're gonna kill it. Pete. The trapped man says he went to that house once earlier and buzzed an intercom on the outside, and he couldn't believe the voice that he heard on the other end. He said he wanted to bring the tape recorder just to make sure he wasn't hearing things in his head. That tape is going to start as soon as I finish this, which is very soon. But first, I need you to hear me say something. You're a good friend, Lena. Jack, be grateful. <laughs> I don't know what or if I'm going to find anything when I go to this town. But either way, I want you to promise me you're not going to come after me. Just down the street from the house again. Um, I'm just gonna ring the buzzer and see what happens. Um, like I said, I, I, I wanna, I wanted to record this just to make sure that, you know, I was hearing what I thought I heard. Um, so uh, here we go. How? I don't know. I know that the 
this town brought me here, but uh, having the foggiest idea as to how. Why are you here? Well, this town really, really wants me to hurt you. But I think it underestimated me. I think it underestimated my strength because I'm fighting. I'm fighting really hard not to. Because you're, you're my baby brother. And I couldn't imagine ever hurting you. Yeah. Well, you did hurt me. All of those people that you killed, that hurt me, too. I can't argue that. Then why did you do it? I don't understand. I don't, I, I've, I've never understood. Why did you do it? I wanted to. I felt good doing it. But that doesn't make sense to me. That doesn't add up because you took care of me. You were a good person our whole life. You, 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 you guided me through life. You taught me valuable lessons. You taught me more than our parents ever did. How can that be the same guy who killed all of those people? That doesn't make sense. It does. And that's something you're just going to have to get over. A person's bad deeds don't wash away their good, just like their good deeds don't wash away their bad. No, but this is this is different. This isn't... This, it's too big. The, the gaps are too big. There was something sick inside of me, this voice, and it would just say these awful things in my ear all the time. And the only thing that would make it shut up was killing people. But we're not here to talk about me. We're here to talk about you. What? What are you saying? Come on, baby brother. You know what I'm talking about. No, I, I don't. Part of me may have loved killing those people, but another part of me wore the weight of their deaths. And 18 souls is a lot of weight. It was too much for me to take. Especially when I'm carrying an extra one around. What are you talking about? I'm talking about Sam Sullivan. He, he was different. He wasn't like the rest of them. You didn't, you didn't kill him on purpose. He was an accident. You're right. He was an accident. But I didn't kill him at all. What? what? God damn it, Adam! You're going to make me say it? I've been carrying it around? For my whole life and you're going to make me say it now too? You can't even give me that much? You can't even fess up to it when it's just you and me here? You killed Sam! But you, I remember that day. You did. I didn't do it. I remember, I remember going and talking to his parents. Yeah. Yeah, we talked to his parents. We talked to his parents and before we had a chance to tell him the truth, I stepped up and I said that I did it. I said that I was the one who connected the bat against his skull and bashed the brains out of his head and bashed the life out of his body. I said I did it. But I didn't do it. You did it. It, it, was, it, was, it, was, an, it was an accident. It was an accident. I know it was an accident. But I, I didn't, I didn't do it though. I, I didn't do it though. 
Yes, you did. And that's what this town wants from you. It wants you to face that. It wants you to feel that. It's going to feed off of it. I wouldn't I wouldn't have done that. I wouldn't have done that. Like you said, it was an accident. Not upset that I took the blame, I'd do it again. You had everything going for you. You were smart, you're a good person, you made good decisions. I knew I was a fuck up already. So I was happy to take that burden for you. But now you gotta come to grips with it. Or you're never getting out of here. No, no, but... No, no, I'm not gonna believe some false narrative because some fucking ghost that's stealing my brother's voice is trying to make me believe it. No, fuck you! Fuck you! I'm not gonna believe it! That was not me! You're just a voice trapped in a box trying to make me think crazy things! You're the one who's trapped here! I'm not trapped here! Alright, alright, I am trapped here. And it sounds like I'm gonna have some company. That's not true, that's not true! None of what you're saying is true! I can get out of this place, I can get out of here! I don't, I don't need to believe some fucking false narrative about my entire life! I don't need to think that I've been a terrible person, that I've been a murderer my entire life just to get out of this place! Fuck you, I'll find a way out! I'm not trapped, you're trapped! YOU'RE TRAPPED IN HERE! Jack, if you are watching this, please don't go to that town. If it's not too late, please, please, please just don't go to that town.